Welcome back to the Die by the Sword podcast. Before we get into this week's episode, we do want to thank Ed and Gavin over at Midnight Syndicate for the use of their music in our show. You can check out their stuff at www.midnightsyndicate.com. We also want to thank Sword Coast Soundscapes for the use of the ambient sounds that he provides. You can check out his stuff at youtube.com slash swordcoastsoundscapes. Don't forget to check out our website as well at www.diebythesordpodcast.com where you can check out our cast bios, character sketches, our merch store, and more. As always, feel free to reach out to us at diebythesordpodcast at gmail.com and don't forget to leave a great review wherever you listen to us. All right, let's get into the episode. Hey everybody. Um, hey, I was just wondering, I, I was reading uh, something where uh, someone was doing a science experiment at school. He had just gotten a Geiger counter for Christmas. And so he took it to school to, uh, you know, kind of a show people what it could do and everything. And they decided to test out some classic red Fiesta wear. Fiesta wear. Yes, Fiesta wear. Like, like the that, dinner that- plates. That stuff that people like um, try and find at flea markets and and thrift stores and whatever because it's expensive for some reason. Yeah, the really good stuff. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Turns out it has uranium oxide, and it does register on Geiger counters, so it's really cool. Mm. Huh. So, uh, bad news is they had to evacuate the school because they thought it was like you know seriously dangerous. It's not. It's not dangerous at all. This is a very low level amount of radiation. But Wait, they they evacuated the school because the plates that had already been there were radioactive. Well, it's not that they were already brought there. They brought the Fiesta wear there to test, and oh. they oh, okay. th- they were like, "Oh my god, you brought radioactive stuff here. We're going to clear the school and decontaminate the place. It's a super uh, fun e- EPA thing." No, <laughs> too far. You brought dirty plates. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shouldn't shouldn't they have made note of what the Geiger counter registered before they evacuated everything? Bingo! Yes, that would have been a good thing to do. Mm-hmm. Ooh, what <laughs> about bananas? Would, would bananas set it off? Because they're a little bit radioactive. They are bananas. actually. They do have a little bit of radiation. Yeah, because I actually, as a kid, I did an experiment similar to this, uh, where I was using some radioactive seeds for a science fair project. Did Did you grow Audrey too? Uh, almost. I tried. Uh, Audrey did not make it. <laughs> oh. Didn't give so it the you, blood, huh? I was not going to feed her. <laughs> so what kind of experiments did you guys do when you were kids? Oh, well. Mine were all unofficial. I did get a, a, a chemistry set when I was a kid. Um, oh, but I just God, mixed everything cool. together. Yeah. And it just turned into this hard stuff i don't i don't even know what it was i'm curious to see what it was that i mixed together now like Hmm. what were what were the little vials and bottles and all that stuff what were they really because when i got it i had no idea i'm sure it's stuff that you would not be allowed to sell to a child today it's possible how how old do you think i am old enough to have played with a chemistry set that probably involved like cobalt and all these other oh no that's my age uh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he's probably safe on mine however uh we actually did play with mercury mm-hmm. 
Oh, it didn't have mercury in it. I don't think. I know my, my grandparents still had a thermometer with actual mercury in it. It will roll across a desk. Mm-hmm. So I remember yeah. having a toy that had mercury in it. Um, it had like a blob of mercury and it was a maze. And so you had to like guide it through the toy. That's huh. kind of cool. Very yeah. cool. Would be fun. <laughs> See, I, 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 I've always really enjoyed science. So I liked doing experiments. Chemistry was always my favorite class. I do remember my teacher got in trouble one of the days um, for school because she decided to do the experiment of throwing a bar of sodium into a bucket of water. See, we did that too, but it was like a piece, a tiny piece. You said a bar? Yeah, bar? she, she threw a bar. bar? <laughs> like when you, you see in movies like a gold bar, that's the size bar she threw in. Oh, oh my, my God. God. Did anybody die? That's no, a but serious it, it, question. It made a big old explosion. <laughs> yeah. Did did it explode the sink? No, like because we what, did it or the out, bucket outside. Or she she knew how big it was going to be, and so we did it outside. We weren't in the like in the oh, classroom. Okay. But because of the the explosion and the sound it made, she got in trouble because they thought she was like trying to blow up the school. <laughs> Never blow up your place of employment. It doesn't turn out well. No. no. She yeah. she was this one of those. Mrs. It was yeah, uh, Mrs. Frizz. Yeah, I was gonna say this is Mrs. Feldman, and welcome to Jackass. <laughs> Mrs. Frizzle was her teacher. Yeah, she was an awesome teacher. You went to the she, magic school bus school. I basically <laughs> did because she she was, he was the kid okay with the glasses and the curly hair. What was his name? <laughs> I don't remember any of the kids' names. But, uh, yeah, I had her in seventh grade, which is when she did that experiment. And then when I got to high school, she had got a job at the high school. So I had her again for high school chemistry. And then she made you play with mercury in your hands. <laughs> no, she she was one of those absent minded teachers, though, because she left one of the, the gas burners going. Oh, God. Uh, and she set like this hot spoon on one of the lab tables and the entire table just ignited in fire. Fun. But because we her away from the science subject. <laughs> that, that lady was full on trying to blow that school up. <laughs> right. <laughs> How much damage can I do to this school before they fire me? <laughs> but it was just the gas that burned. The table itself didn't burn. This time. She was fun, though. She helped me do my favorite science fair experiment that I did too, uh, which was basically recreating the bioluminescence in a, a firefly or lightning bug. Did she make you drink uh, the stuff inside of a glow stick? No. <laughs> did you glow in dark? <laughs> I did not. I just got to mix the chemicals together. And it was so such a cool experiment of doing it that uh, I actually got to do it in front of the entire school. Very nice. Turn out the lights in the gymnasium and everything. I got to mix the chemicals together to make the the glow. How long did it take for them to stop screaming when the lights got turned off? <laughs> it wasn't that bad. Uh, every time the lights went out, somebody screamed. So turned out the lights and you glowed. Did you, to the extreme, <laughs> did you... Rock rock light like a man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
that was perfect. Uh, I'm glad Keith is coming with me on that adventure. <laughs> I, right when you said it, I was like, yes, yes, do that. Right. So kids, you have an experiment to do. We're, we're counting on you. Right. Flip homes for the Amish. <laughs> Uh, my my other favorite experiment that I did uh, also for a science fair project uh, was because we live in Texas, so we deal with tornadoes. So I wanted to do an experiment about the pressure in tornadoes. So I, my that one was testing how the temperature affects the pressure and can create a stronger vortex. Oh, I thought you meant like pressure, like. Like they're like, you need to do this. You need to come at this date on this time. <laughs> yes. And you need to be this strong. I hate you unruly, to come with it. I mean, tornadoes peer pressure. Tornado right. peer pressure is a it's a real thing. There you go. Same song. Your brother's an F five. So embarrassed. Ugh. I've got like a little brother that's an EF zero. So annoying. So annoying. Doesn't even do See anything. Your brother. I can't think of any other experiments that I did that were like science based. I mean, I lit. I think we've talked about this on the podcast before. Lighting tennis balls with gasoline and hitting with tennis rackets. Mm, but I don't know if that counts as an experiment. Hitting yeah. bullets with hammers. I don't think that counts as an experiment. It's, it's now I'm suddenly reminded of. Um, has anybody else seen that uh, documentary Class Action Park? Oh, God, yes. Oh, it's yeah. <laughs> There's a whole whole. I mean, it, it's a, a amusement slash water park that basically injured lots of people because it was uh, poorly designed. Well, uh, and, and the children were in charge. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> the very like, drunk and high children were in charge. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but the, there what? was one. One part of it that was like these like battle tanks that somebody they had the oh, uh, like yes. tennis balls in them that you could shoot at each other. And like American somebody, gladiators. Yeah, but somebody lit them on fire. <laughs> so they played that. Yes. That's <laughs> high. That's high, that's high but, stakes. American gladiators, right there. Uh-huh. Right. This was also the place that had a uh, a water slide with a loop in it. A loop. Yep. Mm-hmm. That did kids would get stuck in it. Yeah, didn't quite get people around the loop. And yeah, a lot th- of times people were uh, like making it out the end and they were all cut up and stuff. And they, so they opened it up to f- try to figure out why people were getting cut up in this slide. And they found teeth lodged into the slide. Oh my God. Where people had lost their teeth when they went through. Because they wouldn't um, fly through it as smoothly as you would think. So you get uh-huh. to the top and slam down. <laughs> at the top of the, the loop and slam their faces into it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they also had a boat ride that was, um, you know, real serious outboard motor boat rides. And one kid ran over another one, literally with the prop, you know, going by this kid's head. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. They just, mm, that's terrible. There's a lot of danger in this. Yeah. If, if, I you, highly if recommend you haven't watching. seen it, you should watch it. Yeah. What's it called? Action Cla- Park. Yeah. Class, Class Action, Action Park. Park. Yeah. Class uh-huh. Action Park was Action Park. And and it's great up until the very end. And then it gets sad because they do talk about the people that died at the park. Yeah. But they did have it, some fatalities. It's, yeah. It's definitely worth a watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Uh, to the people who died, I guess. That sounds terrible. <laughs> 
Very much so. But watching it, a lot of the stuff looked very fun. But damn, I was like, that was I can't believe they got away with some of that. Yeah. When I was a teenager, I I definitely would have done everything I could at that part because it looked like the stuff I would have done as a teenager. Oh, it yep. looked so cool. It was fun. Uh, I, I imagine everybody gave it a shot because this was, you know, just cool. Mm-hmm. But now the as an adult, I'm like, was park. <laughs> so kids don't do stupid things. <laughs> they ain't listening to you, Grandpa. <laughs> do you guys remember hearing about Action Park when you were kids? Because I don't like it. Would, it, it would have closed no. probably when I was early, early teens or maybe like late adolescence but they showed clips of like mtv there where was mm. it like uh, new, new jersey. jersey new jersey oh i actually grew up not far from there from that area my roommate in college was from jersey and um yeah it it was a thing See, I, oh, so I, I never heard about it oh i never went no no that's too, it was too far for me to go there but i he talked about it. Oh, wow. <laughs> so you have one degree of separation from class action park or action well, park. Someone two, who went two there. Degrees. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's better so, than the two degrees of separation for, for bacon. Yeah. <laughs> so what about the science stuff? Keith, I thought you sound like you're about to say something earlier. Oh, you started talking about the teeth in the slide. Mm-hmm. And I actually did a, uh, like you were saying, for your science fair, I went to my local dentist and I was like, can I have a bunch of teeth? And then I put them in Petri dishes and every night I would scrub them with different like peroxide, alcohol, baking soda, regular, you know, toothpaste. I don't remember what all else. There was just a ton of things. And so I did that for like two weeks and and did... Uh, and rank them on what protects your teeth better. Two oh, questions. Amazing. One, what <laughs> protected your teeth the best? I think, I don't remember for sure, but I think it was baking soda. Oh, that Two, would make sense. What kind of psycho-ass yeah. doctor gives a kid teeth? I don't, that's what, <laughs> looking back, looking back, it's so weird. And that I was messing with other people's teeth. That's nasty now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would think it's like, no, you can't have my teeth. <laughs> Right? But he gave, yeah. I had like he gave me like a ton, like I had extras just in case. <laughs> <laughs> to make a necklace. <laughs> but, but I thought that, that was so cool. funny. Like, yeah, looking back at that, I was like, why did he give me those teeth? So, oh, kids, if you weird. want a tooth necklace, go to your dentist. <laughs> right. Just ask for him. He'll give them to you. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if they're supposed to do that because that's technically yeah. you know a body part, and owning a body part is illegal. Well, say, nowadays probably not. No, but yeah. back then they were just like, "Yeah, take them all. I don't need them." <laughs> yeah, bad. I've got, I've got two hundred and seven teeth. Yeah, yeah. So that was kind, of, that was kind of funny. We're just gonna sell them to paint can man. Uh, damn it, I lost the joke. Never mind. Go ahead. Were you just gonna <laughs> let that story go by and not tell it to Keith? Because I would have been real disappointed. Right. <laughs> no, you, you had that perfect segue of like they were getting cut up by teeth, and I was like teeth. <laughs> Speaking of teeth, <laughs> I've had an experience with teeth. I can chime in here. Yeah, but that was yeah, that was that was funny, and I almost I think I got I guess second place in my science fair with that thing. I wow. think. Oh, nice. So they, All right, they, were cool. kind of, they were kind of impressed with my uh, my teeth. I would have <laughs> given you first place because I'd have been scared of you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Be like these are all my own 
teeth that I pull. <laughs> Don't steal my teeth. Yeah. <laughs> they probably thought you were going to be a dentist later on in life. Uh, something, something tooth fairy. Right. <laughs> so did you just throw them all away, I guess, then? or? No, I still have them actually in my closet this to this day. As a shrine. <laughs> yeah. I'm experimenting. I'm trying to get DNA out of them. <laughs> to make his clone army. Right. Where did these teeth come from? <laughs> he never has no, to go I, to yeah, the dentist. Yeah, I think I just threw them away afterwards. But uh, you can build a festrog with them. Yeah, really good. <laughs> yeah. You know what? That is a class at grade A segue. Perfect, because we are we are fighting the festrog, right? There is a festrog in this room. Uh, so, I believe last week we ended the episode with. Chaubert uh, stealthily opening the door to this butcher shop, walking inside, seeing the Festrog chowing down on this corpse, two skeletal champions in the room as well, thinking he was under the protection of a hide-from-undead spell. He turned around to the rest of you guys and was trying to, you know, tactically tell you what's in the room. And then somebody behind him said, we can see you. Yeah, that was uh, pretty freaky. I'm not going to lie. <clears throat> you, peed, you peed a little bit when you said that, huh? A little bit. <laughs> so uh, tell me, how did that make you feel? <laughs> like peeing. Not warm and fuzzy. <laughs> yeah. Warm and then cold. <laughs> I'm a psych major. I'm qualified to say, hmm. Okay, Britta, calm down. Hmm. <laughs> That was a line from Buffy. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but partially true, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so does Chaubert see who said that, or is he still unaware of who would have said it? Um, he's pretty certain it came from the skeletal champion behind him. So we can see the map, and um, when you said behind him, I thought it was, like, outside with us. <laughs> That's what the behind. Uh, so okay, we'll go with north of him. How about that? There oh, yeah. you go. You you guys so, are to the to the east of him. And... We're outside. Joubert's yeah. in trouble inside. Yeah, and the and, room's kind of oriented north to south, long ways, and the Festrog is to my south west east or west southwest. Yeah, and and uh, all right in there with you yes yeah, so i yeah. see the two skeletal champions on the north side of the room so i think uh Chaubert's just gonna be surprised when he says that and he's just gonna try to pop off a couple of shots with the with the you know bow and arrow exactly <laughs> roll that attack all right so first one is a 20 not natural that is a miss <gasps> oh no alright second one is a 18 Ugh. another miss <laughs> he's so startled by these things talking to him that he just fired off two random shots and missed man I kind of get the feeling with that 20 though like it went like right in between the bones 
in his ribs. Oh, he's sailing through. <laughs> like, you know, on something that wasn't a skeleton, that would have definitely hit them. But that one was a miss. Oof. All right. And it just so happens to be the skeletal champion's turns. And so skeletal champion directly north of you will step up. And the skeletal champion to the northwest of you. Yep. They will both move in to you. When you said step up, it reminded me of, like, the dance movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, dance battle. Okay. <laughs> Actually, he's got the movement. He's going to flank you. Ooh, little flanking Z. Okay. So they are both going to swing... Uh, they're great swords at you, or they're long swords. They're not great swords. They're long swords. The first one, that's uh, a nineteen. Oh, that's a miss. Second one, it's even worse. So two misses, missing all around. You win roll- the dance battle. <laughs> I rolled I like single it. digits all around. Okay. Must be some so. Toros in the atmosphere. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> uh, It's uh, clovers. Thank you. Are you stealing our material? Exactly. Thief. Oh wee, oh wee, oh. Ice, ice, ice. Slow it down. <laughs> oh wee, oh wee. <laughs> so anyway, Diego, it's your turn. So this is going to be fun and interesting. Jobert is by the doorway, and so is one of the skeletal champions, right? Yes. Okay, so I'm going to take a step to the doorway. Imagine me in front of the doorway here. So uh, I'm large because I became a dire lion. Mm -hmm. Um, And since the skeletal champion's here, I'm going to have to hit him in order to try and get to the Festrog. So I'm going to try a flurry of blows on him. Okay. Okay, so... Okay, so the roll for the attack is a 23. Okay. Uh, And because you're large and the space that's available um, is smaller than four squares, you would be squeezing here. So when you're squeezing, you take a minus four to your AC and a minus four to your attack. Mm, yes, I'm feeling cramped at 19. Does that hit? A 19 would be a miss. Ooh, darn. Let's roll higher on the next one, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see what we get. Yes, higher. Thank God. Hopefully it's high enough. Um, that would be a 25 before the minus four, so 21. Just hits. Yes. <laughs> 13 points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. Uh, which that also allows me to do another hit on him since I was successful. And that one is a 21 before the minus four. So it's going to be a miss. That will be a miss. Okay. You got one hit in. Got one hit. You're a one-hit right. wonder. Hey! Feeling kind of <laughs> in Never squeeze a large thing into a small space. Yeah, okay. What? I'm just <laughs> I'm just leaving that alone. <laughs> yep. yep, let's move on. 
Uh, Cabal. Okay. So, I think what I'm going to do is first I'm going to call in my judgment, since they have such a high AC. I'm going to call in my judgment of justice to give me a bonus on my uh, attack rolls. Okay. And then I'm going to take a five-foot step backwards and pull out my bow and try to shoot the one that is in front of me. Gotcha. Get him, Cabal. I'm going to try, bro. He got a high AC, though. 23. That's a hit. Okay, let's see. Four, six points of damage. And that was with piercing? Yes. Okay. He's still standing. Okay. And then can, do I get another one since I only use five foot step? Another attack? Yes. All right, let's try it again. Oh, no, that's a 17. So I miss on that one. That's a miss. All right. The skeletal champion still championing. Next up in the initiative is the Menadoran Festrog. He's a Menador Festrog? Yes. Ole. I love the cape. <laughs> no cape. Cape style. styling. Cape style. <laughs> so he is now attracted to the idea of, you know, a fresh kill. So he's going to move up uh, toward Chaubert, since you're the oh, only one in the room. He has to clean his plate. He's not done. <laughs> He's not a clean plate ranger. Maybe he'll, you know, try to absorb the skeletal champion. I mean, they're all bones. Come on. All right. Okay. Uh, so he moved more than five feet, so he's only able to... No, he only took a five-foot step, didn't he? Yeah. Hey, he did. He can do a full attack. Yay. Uh, so the bite is a miss, because that is a 13. The first claw is a 26. It's going to hit. And the second claw is a 20, not natural. That's going to miss. Okay, so one claw gets you. And that is 10 points of damage as he swipes you with a claw. Bad, Fest Rock. Bad, bad. <laughs> All right, that brings us to Carry the One, who I do have a note here. Uh, you cast... Uh, mirror image on yourself so there are five carry the ones yes there are five of us and I don't know why because uh, we're not in the building with everybody so did everybody take their attacks of opportunity for what for me trying to squeeze through this three stooges type door where we're all <laughs> just in the way <laughs> I mean nobody's taken one yet but they can if you want to move through Oh, I thought that the Skeletal Champions did. No, if Diego had moved into the room, they would have, but he stayed where he was. Oh, I should have been paying attention. Indeed. So what I'm, <laughs> what I'm going to do is just start singing. Why not? Let's sing a song. Um, and uh, I'm going to add, let's see. Let's do shock. Shock and awe. Yeah, everyone, you're going to get an electricity bonus. Okie dokie. Let's shock those people. Is it a D6? It is a D6. Woo! Let's get it. Light them up. Okay. Anything else for carry the one? Uh, not at this time, no. Okay. 
Dwarfy. Uh, again, he's just the. Be, come on, guys. What are you doing? Nobody can get in. He's blocking all the doors. So he's going to cast a spell. I like how he's blaming us for the champions walking into the front of the door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, what are you guys doing? It's like, we were just standing here. They came to us. Well, we can't right? see him, so we're just like behind you. <laughs> Move, guys. Uh, you guys. Come on, bros. Well, the door's wide enough uh, to door. Dorothy could go and face off against the one that's already there. Oh, I can? I can. Okay, so I can move here, right, then? And you hit sure this can. guy? You yep. hit him. All right, then that's what I'll do. I'll block the door some more. <laughs> you door know what? Uh, what if What if I did this? What if I moved Caddy Corner? And could I get him then? Yep, I you think... just have to go the long way around to get there. To not provoke an opportunity, attack him up. Because if you yeah. step here, that's a five-foot oh, yeah, step. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you that makes sense. Leave a threat square, but you can go through Cabal and carry the one square and then over to get. Yeah, there. well, luckily, yeah, luckily for Dwarfy, it's not a long trip, so that's what he'll do. Okay, and he just then goes, he just goes between our legs because he's so short. <laughs> well, he's four feet tall. He's not that short. Yeah, but I'm large, so that would look about right. <laughs> Remember, he he carried he carried Dwarfy here in his mouth like a little kitten. Mm-hmm. So that is 27. That's a hit. <laughs> Seven uh, bludgeoning and five electricity. And the first champion is dead. Again. Whoa, yes. Way to go, Dwarfy. Champ, more like chump. Chompion. <laughs> <laughs> a champion. Okay. That's the skeleton falling down. And right. His bones hitting the ground. <laughs> All of his bones just clanking against the ground. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Chaubert. Alright. <clears throat> Chaubert is going to step a little further into the room to try to clear some way here. And he's going to just go take a five foot step into the room to the other side of the skeletal champion. Um, and he's going to fire at the Festrog, though. Take uh, two shots at the Festrog. Okay. He's further away from that one. So, first shot is a 22. That hits. Alright. That's five points of damage. One, one of its shock. Okay. And second shot is a 26. That's also a hit. And that's six points of damage with two of it being shock. Got it. Some damage has been done. Which brings us to the remaining skeletal champion. Uh, he is going to... Let's see. He's got two options. He can either go after Chaubert or he can go after Diego. He's going after Diego. Yay. And he rolls a 10. Even better. <laughs> that does not hit. No. And it's Diego's turn to try to answer. Ah, Diego is oh so happy he tried to hit him. Uh, so he's going to do Flurry of Blows. Uh, first at the Skeletal Champion and then turn to the Festron. Okay. So first at the Skeletal Champion. 
Um, I'm no longer squeezed, right? Um, correct. So uh, that would be a 28, no, 29 with the plus one for the singing. Definitely. Uh, and, and let's get the. Uh, ooh, cool. That is 15 bludgeoning plus electricity of five. And he's dead. And Diego is going to turn to the Festrog and smack him with his next hit. Smack, smack, smack away. Uh, so that one may not be as good. That's going to be a 21. Still oh, 22 hit. with the plus one. Still hits. Uh, yay. That is 14 bludgeoning and three electric. So 17 total. And he, he has two more hits. Those, okay. Those both successful. Uh, well, that's a one. It's not going to work. Roll to confirm. Uh, 27. Okay, so it's just a miss. Just a miss. Uh, and the next one is... 20. 21. Excuse me. That is. For nine points of bludgeoning... And two points of electric. Okay, he's still standing. Okay, that's all I got. God, go for it, guys. I, I, feel, I feel like I feel like I wasted this mirror image spell. Because <laughs> there's only one thing left. It's a yeah. battle of the large creatures. Pretty much. Uh, well, Cabal, let's see what you can do. So before I go, I thought it was funny that he said, "Am I am I still squeezed?" And I was like, "Squozed." Squozen? Squozen? I need an English major, quick. Yeah, I was trying to figure that out. I was like, wait a minute, what are the tenses of squeezed? Squeeze, 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 have, has, had, squozen. Squunk? Squunk a word? None of those were words. I thought that was funny. I was like, my mind went there and I was like, what? I don't even know what the tenses of that are. Squozed is definitely in there somewhere. Squozed. I've been squozed. <laughs> uh, so Cabal will just, um, he'll just try to arrow this this again. So he'll pull out his bow and shoot. Through the dough? Through the dough. Let's see. 19? That's a hit. Ooh. Thought I was going to miss on that one. Okay. Festrogs are large creatures. They're easy to hit. Gotcha. So six damage. Four of it being electrified okay and then he'll shoot him again oh that's a one roll to confirm Uh that's a three fumble fumble ruski fumbleaya let's see maybe it's not so bad all right your fumble with a ranged weapon Amazing miss. You are stunned for one round, but a fortitude save no. will negate. Okay. So you make a fortitude save. Okay. <laughs> uh, amazing miss. I like it. <laughs> All right, let's look at my fortitude. All right. That 
is an 18. Just passes. Yes! So what I imagine is he pulls back to aim and he lets go of the wrong hand. It's smacked right in the face with the... (laughs) Ow, I've done that. That hurts so bad. (laughs) I was picturing it where he lets go with the right hand, the correct hand, but it still hits him in the wrist when it (laughs) clips him. I have a scar from doing that. Uh, (laughs) When we went to Scarborough Fair and we did the archery and it's still there. It won't go away. I'll bet. Mm. Yeah, that is, it doesn't seem like it'd be a terrible pain, but that thing hurts so bad <laughs> when you do that. But, but speaking of Scarborough, I did the archery there, and I realized that I'm kind of like Angelina Jolie in Wanted with a bow and arrow. Oh, it curved? It did. Like, everybody was just shooting forward, and I would fire, and it would go forward for a little bit, and then curve right, and then go forward, and then curve left. Like, I was hitting the sidewalls. You know what I just realized? I called hmm. it Scarborough Fair, but it was just a regular renaissance. I, I think I'm just used to calling it that because of the the area. Mm. Yeah, the one near here. Mm-hmm. So, Gary, what you're saying is you're actually a superhero? Evidently. Except I wasn't. I couldn't hit what I wanted to, but with practice, I could make those curving shots really good. I just, I almost hit one of the attendants because they were standing over to the side. <laughs> oh, wow. Are you sure you're not from the Umbrella Academy? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they never called me, so... But anyway... That brings us to the Menadoran Festrog. He's on his last legs, but he's got some fight still in him. He's gonna bite, claw, claw at... You know what? It's gonna be a, a battle of the large things, so he's gonna go after Diego. Bring those claws. Meow! It's a 25 for the bite. Ooh, um, I think that's a hit. Hold okay. on, let me check. Uh, yes, that is a hit. Okay. Our bite's dangerous. Well, he can heal himself from the bite. Okay. Oh, dang. Uh, I'll go ahead and do the claws. First claw. That's a miss. Second claw. 22. Not a hit. Okay, so oh. it's just, just the bite. 11 points of damage, and he drinks some of your blood. Ew. Gross. I feel I feel violated. You don't know where that mouth has been. <laughs> it's been over there in that pile of dead people. Okay. Carry the one. I don't know. I don't know. Come on, guys. I'm just out here singing all five of us. You got a nice quintet going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can I? If I go in there, I'm going to provoke because it's right by the door, right? Now, I can go through Diego, right? I mean, where the where the dead thing is is the, another door side. So you could be a, be beside it. No, no, I don't want to be beside it. I don't want to be away from it. <laughs> you don't want to be inside it? No, no, no. <laughs> it ain't earned it. <laughs> um, so yeah, is there a way... <laughs> Is there a way to get in with uh, without provoking? Aren't there five of you? Wouldn't it like? Um, roll. That's true. I I can I okay. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna go yeah. here, and um, that would provoke as you go through. That would provoke. Yeah. yeah. So provoke away. Because you also notice as you go by, this thing has reach. Yeah. It's a natty nineteen. 
Is that it? Just 19? Flat 19? No, it's a natural 19, so it's a 26. Oh, well, yeah, then that's going to hit. So, well, which one did are, it hit? There are five that's... of you, right? Dun, dun, dun. There are five of us. Okay, so I roll a d10. So I will hit you on either a 5 or a 10. Got it. Otherwise, I hit one of your... It's an 8, so one of your images is gone. So you didn't waste it. It came in handy. Yeah, it came in handy for me to do. Uh, I, I also want to do a uh, perception check around the area that I'm at. They've got this, so I'm just looking around. Okay. What checks would I have to do? Just perception? Just flat, yeah, regular just, perception? Just perception. See, what I'm really interested in is this pile of things. It's like uh, to the west of me. You mean all the uh, discarded meat the and stuff meat? like that? Oh, that's meat? Okay. Yeah. Um, perception is uh, 21. 21? Um, you really don't find much of use in here. This was an old butcher shop. You could probably make some weapons out of some of the old, like, knives and cleavers and stuff, but there's nothing here of value. Okay, well, while I was moving that way, I also drew my chakram, and I'm just going to lazily toss it, like, bleh. Okay. Go ahead and lazily throw your chakram. Uh, 17. That's a miss. Yeah. It just hits, you know the back wall and does that thing you know that circles do the <laughs> that thing that was really good <laughs> now if you had actually you know like tried to throw it you might have hit since you got so close anyway yeah now Carrie's really bummed about wasting a spell slot so that would bring us to Dwarfy go Dwarfy go and he's gonna swing with his hammer Swing away! I, I uh, ended up uh, on the south side of the monster and got a 30. 30 is definitely a hit. Dirty 30. Where did you end up? I don't see you anymore. There you are. Okay. My map had to refresh. Seven points of bludgeoning and six electricity. Still standing. This monster don't want to go down. <laughs> right? Means the fun benefit of it being able to feed. Okay, it brings us back to the top of the round with Chaubert, who could probably kill it. Kill it, Chaubert! Run up on Where's it. Chaubert is going to with the... Uh, so since Dwarfy stepped onto the south side of the monster in the south side of the room, Chaubert's on the north side. He's going to take the five-foot step to get within reach of the monster and be flanking with Dwarfy. And he is going to have a 20, 21. That's a hit. All right. And oh, man, these are all low rolls. Uh, 12 points of damage with two of it being shock damage. And you kill the Festrog. Yay. Yay. Considering he only had two hit points left. Oh, <laughs> that's amazing. I rolled all twos and a one <laughs> and a three <laughs> yeah it's like it's on the low end man so how's okay. the how's the carry quartet feeling 
We are not amused. <laughs> but we're glad everyone's dead. So let's detect some magic, shall we? So you do not see anything magical in this room. Okay. Well, I'm going to go get my frisbee. Other than, you know, the items that you guys are carrying. Right. That normal stuff we have. Right. Mm-hmm. Did the champions have anything on them? Mm, they've got a... They each have a masterwork greatsword. Or longsword. It's a long... I keep wanting to make it a greatsword, but it's a longsword. <laughs> yeah. It's great, <laughs> but long. I don't think anybody needs that, do they? Well, let's just pick them up and try to sell them later, because, yeah, none of us, I don't think, will use it. I can't use it. Uh, oh, yeah, that's good. We have a uh, bag of holding. Throw it in yeah. there. Two masterwork lawn swords now. Yep, lawn swords. I like lawn swords. They're like lawn darts. Just is it, is that like a sling blade? <laughs> I like guess. French fried potatoes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna hold off on that. Consecrate something like the silo or something. Okay. Oh no, I'm not gonna consecrate. Don't tell the DM what you're gonna do. Can I just go in and kick the circle? You know, mush it up with my fur? I mean, y'all could go through here and, like, try to clean the place up, but lots of old blood. Yeah. And um, the 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 poor, poor soul that's in, on the floor right there, mm-hmm. he, he's, he doesn't have anything. He's not no. recognizable. He's just a, another dead body. I think that's a lady. She, she is not very recognizable. I mean, you could yeah, do it. I didn't in- even know she was a lady. She used to be a lady. Out here uh, assuming the gender of corpses. And you can do a knowledge check on her to see if you find out anything interesting. But... Knowledge local? Uh, knowledge nature, actually. Nature? Ooh, natural 20. Hey, there we go. Carrie. She's a dead demon wolf. Oh. oh. Hence not having anything on her because she's naked. <laughs> well, that's two enemies in one. We're good. So, what are y'all doing now? Oh, I don't know. Does anybody need healing? Yes. Uh, yeah, I'm down 19 points. Okay. I can use a channel on you guys. Wow, 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 wow. Gonna get betwixt you. Or if he goes under Diego's legs. <laughs> Uh, don't yeah. shrink back down. Don't shrink back down. Don't <laughs> shrink back down. <laughs> I can Ooh, that's a bad one. Uh, five. Ooh, a little. It's okay. All right. Yeah, that's all you get from this. Well, I can hold this shape for an hour or so. Or a meower. A meower. <laughs> it's cat folk time. How much are you guys down? Me, uh, not very much anymore. Uh, I'm down five. Diego, I can hit you with a, uh, a cure light. Okay. So let's see if we can get you some get you some more life back. Eleven. Uh, yeah, I'm only down three. That's good. Perfect. Get it. Perfect. <laughs> so what are we gonna do now? Yeah, guys, where are we gonna go? So every building we've been to so far, I think we should just keep going. Do you think in a clockwise motion like we were? Yeah, I think so. Because we were up in the buildings the that are to the north of us, right? That's where we originally came in. Uh, building two was the forge. Well, four looks like it would be next if we 
continue in that general direction. Agreed. Let's migrate. Me and Cabal scouting out again? Yeah, because Diego's a bit big, so y'all go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, also, uh, there's four carries for like uh, seven minutes. We'll say six minutes, so hurry up. Let's get to fighting. Okay. So stealth is a 19 for Cabal. Okay. Show bears at a 33. Okay. So you stealthily make your way across the, the alleyway over to number four. Um, here you find a building that kind of resembles like a homestead. Like somebody's been living in there? Somebody used to live here. Okay. Are there any windows we can look through? Yeah, there's probably windows. The door's kind of hanging off the sides. You could peek in that way. If you want to peek in, go ahead and give me a perception check. All right. Get in there, Jobert. Uh, 17. Oh, no, 18. 18. Okay. 23. 23. Uh, With that, as you look inside, uh, you see the signs of a former battle. Uh-oh. You see a whispering way cultist sprawled out on the floor with this huge bite out of their stomach. You see three skeletons kind of crumpled on the floor around the body. And you see corpses that you would identify as demon wolves as well. So you could tell that this is definitely a site where the whispering way and the demon wolves fought it out. So if we ever meet those guys that were in the attic, we'll just blame everything other dead people on the whispering way. <laughs> right. <Deal. laughs> Alright, so <clears throat> should we take a closer look or you want to scout the next building? We might as well. See if they have anything on them. You see right. four carries in, in the corner of your eye just tapping on the wrists. <laughs> uh so are you investigating this area more? Or are you moving on to the next building? What's the plan? You just want to run in there real quick? Yeah, we'll take a quick peek in there just to look around, see if there's anything worth uh, salvaging. Okay. Uh, you run in, look around. You really don't see anything worth noting. Primary thing to learn from this location is just that the demon wolves in the Whispering Way have been fighting. Perfect. Right. So do we have to go... Uh, the third building three is set, sets on top in the north. Do we have to go all the way around, or do, do we go through, or how, how do we get to three? There is a doorway that connects to number three. You can't really see it the way it's drawn on this map, but there's like a, a doorway that goes out in a small little, um, I guess, tiny little alleyway. <laughs> that runs between. Okay. Then let's go through there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We signal everybody to Come on, it's safe. All right, so we'll hide in four, and then you guys scout three? Yep, sounds good. 29 on stealth for... Oh, nice. 33 for Shaber. I'm trying to be like you, bro. Trying to be real (laughs) stealth. Super stealth. (laughs) The wind doesn't even know you're there. Man. Okay. So you're very stealthy. Right. Uh, we try to find a window or an unhinged door to look through. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the door to this building is intact. As you peek through the window here, 
you see a building filled with hundreds of lit candles lining the walls. Uh-oh. Safety hazard. <laughs> now, are they scented candles? Yeah. Get rid of the corpse smell? <laughs> right, are we getting, Are we getting like, uh, forest scents? Are we getting, like, what are we getting? If Sugar cookies. Vanilla, <laughs> if my extra large tail catches on fire, we're going to be upset. <laughs> smells like you beeswax. You've most of this thing, yeah. <laughs> you should be used to it by now. <laughs> yeah. One of our previous episodes was titled Diego in Fuego. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Something about fire, I don't know. <laughs> All right, so... so- I was going to say, besides the candles, can we see anything else? Any yeah. people? Any? You don't. Yeah, that's pretty much all you can tell from looking through the window. All right, let's go. Let's go in there. All right. So let's try to jimmy the door open. Okay. Mm-hmm. The door easily opens. Do you step inside? Yeah, Chabert will take a step inside. He's going to stealth uh, inside. Okay. And that is ooh, uh, thirty-seven. Well, it's very stealthy. It's Cabal going to. Just... I'm going to watch him for a second. He's going to shut the door on him, leave him inside. <laughs> Bye. Bye, Chaubert. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as Chaubert does enter the room, he's able to see like these hundreds of candles lit lining the walls. They're lying on like lumps of wax that have just looks like these things have been going for years. How much wax is built up. You also see several small copper kettles hanging suspended from an iron rack over a brick hearth. Above the kettles, dozens of half-completed candles hang from iron rods. On a nearby table sits a spool of twisted cotton thread, waiting to be measured and cut into wicks, as well as a variety of wooden molds. Actually, both of you, Chaubert and Cabal, give me a perception check. All right. Ooh, seventeen. Okay. I got a thirteen. So, <laughs> so you don't notice anything. As Chaubert and Cabal are standing here looking into this shop, each of you, for a moment, sees yourself as a candle maker at work. Suddenly, this the door is flung open and it's besieged by troops who break into the shop. A soldier approaches you and grabs you by the throat and drags you from the place that you've been hiding, drags you across the room and then slams your head into a pot of boiling tallow. Make a will save, both of you. Oh God. Started off really good and then (laughs) (laughs) really positive and then here we are. Oh God. Uh, so a will save you said? Yeah, that is a will. save. 21. Cabal is able to shake this memory off for a second, perhaps because he's standing outside the room. But Chaubert believes that he is being choked and dragged by this soldier. And as Cabal sits there shaking things off, he's looking at Chaubert drag himself across the floor of the room and slam his head into the side of this scalding hot copper kettle. And as you do so, 
Chaubert takes 37 points of fire damage as third-degree burns erupt all over Chaubert's face. Oh, Lord. Ow. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> oh, boy. This is not just a memory. Wow. Uh, how, many, how many hit points yet, bud? Uh, 29. Okay. Could have been worse. <laughs> could have been better. Yes, could have been better. So, so have I come out of it yet? Can I uh, whistle to them to like yeah. come over? You, you've okay. you've shaken things off. You originally felt like you were being choked, but you were able to shake it off as it's, this is not really happening to you. Okay. All right. Yeah. So I signaled the the team to come over and tell them what happened, and then I guess run in there to rescue him to get him off get his face off the <laughs> don't do it again <laughs> <laughs> right oh we just got his face burned off by a ghost it's not a ghost so, yeah so I run in and, and try to grab Jobert out of there alright so you're able to, to go inside and, and drag him out he is still stuck in this memory that is not his own do we slap the slap the crap out of him to knock him out of it I wouldn't he Right on his burn. <laughs> it's part of my face like coming half, off. Like, yeah, I was going to say, his skin, after I slap you, was on my hand. I'm like, ah! Gross! <laughs> and like, get it off, get it off, get it off. What do we do to make him get out of that? He is basically stuck until the end of this effect. Oh my goodness. You can't even, like, jump on top of him so he doesn't hit the thing again? I mean, me out of the building. yeah, he's not in the building anymore, but he's still stuck in this memory. Okay. How? 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 Dude, you'd be screaming so much. Oh my goodness, right? Oh, yes. that would be terrible. Eventually, yeah. his, his face is erupted in these third degree burns. He's got what looks like choke marks, you know, forming around his neck. So he's physically showing the symptoms of the memory that he's reliving. What do you do? So is the is uh, the pot on? Like the wax pot? Everything is boiling, correct? Yes. Dude, I think I like where you're going, Philip. Is he going to make you a new face? With yeah, I've got a rod of face. Rod of face <laughs> off? Are we going to switch faces? I have a rod of fire extinguishing. Mm-hmm. But I don't really think it, it would get the whole room, though. Do we think this is a magic spell? That's on him. I don't know. Somebody could do a knowledge check. Which knowledge is it? Knowledge religion. 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 Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> Diego, big brain. Dwarf, nothing here. <laughs> Dwarfy got a twenty-two. Okay. Yeah, I got an eighteen. Uh, Dwarfy would definitely recognize the signs of this, especially from his time at Harrowstone. This is a haunt. It's the thing. You have to destroy the thing, right? To get it to stop uh, like completely, you have to destroy whatever is causing the haunt. Right, the but thing. But you can temporarily stop it but with like positive energy. Right. Okay, so I'm glad that we didn't Use up my uh, 
channels. So Dorfia is going to channel. Okay. Positive energy. Six. One. Four. Eleven. Not quite enough for the effect to end. So I have to do it again. One. Five. Five. Another eleven. And Chaubert snaps out of the memory. <gasps> what, what happened? This, oh my god, this... I, I can't... My face... Oh god. Don't, this, don't, don't touch it. Don't, don't touch it. Whatever you do, don't <laughs> touch that face. <laughs> As he snaps out of it, Chaubert is able to clearly see these memories in his head again. And... You understand that around you is like this war going on, but you're this female candle maker and you're at the shop and you know it's it's risky to have your kids here and your family in the, in the shop with you, but they're safer with you than alone. So they're hiding in the corner out of sight. And as you're working, you start hearing the sounds of, of marching footsteps approaching the shop and with that you hide in the corner with with your kids and this soldier bursts through the door seeks you out finds you hiding in the corner grabs you by the throat drags you across the floor ripping pieces of hair out along the way and just starts dragging you toward this boiling pot and dunks your head inside as other soldiers go and grab the children and start torturing them as well. And then the memory fades. Could I tell what kind of soldiers were they whispering way or were that would be a knowledge history. Uh, I don't have history. So then I, I, I don't recognize the uniforms or anything. Yeah, no, because since you don't have that, that one you don't. If he related to me, could I do the knowledge history? Potentially. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to kind of go in. I'm going to recount the story. It was awful. I, have, I was there. It was, it was terrible. I could see everything. And I was this candle maker. And they they, they tortured me. And they tortured my children. And then I'm going to relay what they, what they look like to okay. Renly. Okay. I wasn't sure if it was Renly or Carrie. It's Ren- uh, well, it's Carrie, but we both have the same knowledge. Okay. Oh, I have to roll the die. That is correct. <laughs> 26. 26. I think by the time this all happens, though, uh, Carrie is, is gone. So are mirror images. I think that's only fair. Okay. With a 26, Renly recognizes the description of this soldier as a gentleman named Count Eric Nine Neska. He was a ruthless and aristocratic military commander during a war known as the War Without Rivals. It was a terrible civil war within Ustalov. This man was so heinous that he had his his army come through and slaughter and torture the people of Feldgrau and they dumped all of their bodies into a mass grave in the center of town. How long ago was it? 
Uh, the War Without Rivals was in 4687 AR. The current year is 4712. 25 years ago? Is that right? Does Philip know the affiliation of the Erekine Nesca? Uh, looks like Eric Nine, he's from Barstoy. He was very hungry for conquest. He is responsible for the escalation of tensions between Ardeal and Varno that led to the Civil War. And that Civil War is what led to the creation of the wasteland known as the Furrows. That Feldgrau and this whole area was basically destroyed as of 4693. But even though he caused all of this violence, there are still people throughout Ustalov who would like to see him on the throne. So, is, do we know if he has an affiliation with the Whispering Way? He does not. That we know of? I mean, as far as you know, that he has no affiliation. He's still alive. He's not really about undead, as far as the stories you've heard. So it wouldn't make sense for him to be part of the Whispering Way. And he's not a wolf, is he? No. Not that you've heard, anyway. So I assume that Renly's going to relay this information back to everybody? Yes. And Chaubert now has a number one on his two-kill list, and he's never really had something like that before, but after what he felt and everything, like, being there and knowing what this guy did and was responsible for, this is... This may be bigger to Chabert than the Whispering Way now. Okay, interesting. But it also means that there's probably a lot of dead bodies here, Diego would say. Which yeah, means I'm that the undead the... is going to be huge. Um, give me another knowledge religion check while you're here. Everybody who can? No. 17 from Diego. 15 from Cabal. Okay, so why are my dice fire tonight? I wish it was combat, but it's not. <laughs> 29. <laughs> Kill And that was Diego? I mean, that was Morty. That got the 29? Th- no, that was, that was Renly. Ah, Renly. So Renly... Dwarfy was- got a natural one. Hold on. Yeah, Dwarfy got a natural one. Renly got a natural 20. <laughs> He's exhausted from all the channeling he did. Um, uh-huh. Renly would know that while Dwarfy's channels stop the haunt currently, it will reset. And it will reset in one minute. We need need to leave right now. This thing is going to come back. But we can't just leave it for the next person to fall into this trap. There's nothing that we can do. Does anybody... I mean, uh, question... Can can Dwarfy do consecrate on this area and stop the haunt? That would not stop it. Yeah, I don't know if there's anything we can do. Let's just burn it down then. Um, I think if we burn it down, they're going to notice us. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> okay. We'll, we'll blame it on the forge. Um, there's no way you from? can find find out what is is the item that's tying it to this world. I mean, I can do a quick detect magic, but I don't think that that's going to help. Nope. Dwarfy will chime in and say, you were drawn in as if you were reliving through this this woman's memories, correct? Yes, I was. 
perhaps we need to find their remains, because you said there was just one big mass grave. Perhaps her and her family need a proper burial? I... I would like that very much, actually. I don't, I don't think that it's here. If it's a mass grave, it's not going to be in this place. We need to leave now. Uh, okay. Well, right now we're outside of it. But I, I, I think that that's going to be what, uh, what stops this, this harm for good. So we'll be on the lookout for mass graves, but let's stay away from the building so we don't get our faces burned off. Speaking of burned faces, I'm going to hit uh, Jobert with a cure moderate. Oh, thank you. I thought you were just going <laughs> to hit him. Just slap him across the face and call him Freddy Cougar. That's got a sting. You might want to get that checked out. I'll give you back 23. Oh, shoot. All right. I'll I'll throw in with this cure moderate with this here wand that I got. But mine is our dwarfies is not as as uh, large. Um, (laughs) 13. That's got a sting. <laughs> All right, well, that's good. That, that that gets me close to back to normal. That 23 is powerful. Well, he used a spell. Dwarfy just has a wand. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I wasn't sure if you were ever actually going to go into building number three to trigger that haunt. <laughs> well, we are making a sweep of this place right now. We are not going to go back in there, that's for sure. <laughs> You're definitely- I'm glad I did not get hit hit also because I would have died. <laughs> <laughs> You're definitely doing that whole uh, completionist thing, hitting all the side quests. Yeah, uh, I I knew you both of you that went in had pretty decent will saves too, so I was surprised y'all rolled low. Oh yeah, mine no, was, mine's a plus five. Mine is bad. Oh, is it? I'm, yeah, mine's only plus two. Dang it, I should have went in. No. <laughs> uh, my reflex is awesome. Think about that, yeah. But if both of y'all had failed, y'all have both been throwing your face into the fire. Ooh, we could have put our, like, as they're melty, we could have put our heads together. We could have become <laughs> Simon <Sonic> Twins. <laughs> uh, reminded of a scene from Hellraiser. <laughs> oh, God. I got a scene from Game of Thrones when... Caldrillo oh. dumped the gold. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So where to next? I know we've just started the day, but do we need to rest? Do, should, should we press on? I'm a little concerned about the undead. I don't know how much time we have here. I'm, I'm concerned about Jobert and his face. <laughs> well, yes, I, I mean, it's, it's a, a concern every day of mine. Yeah, Jobert's face. <laughs> Jovet, does your face hurt? Because it's killing me. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm I'm much better, Suga. Thank you for your your concern. I I I, I do agree with Diego. I think though that we should press on. Uh, how much time has elapsed? By the way, I need to know for my size. Uh, it's probably been. It's been a few minutes, but I wouldn't say it's been hours. Okay, so I still have the large size for a bit. Yeah. Yep. You are still girthy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Feel my size. <laughs> Whoa. 
Well, if we're going to press on, I, th I think we should keep making this circle. That idea sounds good, Nor, but should we should we try to find this the the bodies of this this family that was that was killed here? My theory is that it's that silo that has all the dead bodies, but if you want to do a search around here, wait, where wh where's this silo you keep referencing? Did we not talk about the silo? Uh, we have, but the dead bodies are probably actually here. <laughs> in the middle of town. Yeah, I thought they were amassing at the thing. That is Feldgrout Tower. It's not a silo. That's the silo I meant. Well, I keep calling it a silo. <laughs> it's got dead bodies in it, right? It's filled with dead bodies, right? No. Well, I think the dead, dead bodies, bodies are in, buried in front of it, honestly. Yeah. I think they dumped them there from the sound of that dream. Yeah, and they're pulling, that's where they're pulling those guys from, so yeah. So we can either do that or go beyond. What do you guys think? Sure, but where did you see the uh, the undead being raised when you were outside the mill? They were being raised near the uh, near the tower up close to the center of town. You don't think that this family was raised, do you? That is actually my the fear that I'm currently that I'm wrestling with right now. I, I'd hate to see their their rest disturbed and turned into something so so profane. Their her fear was was ter was terrible. It was it, it, I still feel it. So, what do you suggest? Continue our our loop around this circle, go into this next building, or go and potentially face in this undead army. I, I think we we continue making our trek, but we must. We we have. I I have to find 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 her and put her and her family to rest. Did you see anything that that was um that you could absolutely tell that it was her? Because you were you were from her point of view, so you don't know what she looks like or her children. I uh, I have a feeling that that I'll know why the connection was everything was so real. I'll I'll be able to recognize. I'm I'm almost positive. Well, if we if we stumble upon her, this then then we can. No, not if we stumble upon her. We will find her, regardless. Well. Let's just hope that her soul and the souls of her children remain intact. So, to the next building it is. Now we're going to keep sneaking? Sneaking and peeking? Sneak, sneak, <laughs> I think that's a good sneak, idea. Sneak, sneak, sneak. Show babe, you, you feel like sneaking? Yeah, let's do it. Alright. So, me and Jobert move over to building five. Okay. 37. Ooh, okay. Yep, and uh, and twenty-four for Cabal. Thirty-seven and twenty-four, very sneaky. So as you make your way over to this next building, you see, unusually, this building is still very well intact. It's a long wooden shop with these large double doors on the front. 
That's all you can really see. You don't see very much. The windows here have kind of been blackened over with soot, so you can't really see inside. All right. Is there only the one way in, or do we see another? You only see that one way in. And it's one-story building? Yes. Is there a chimney? You want to spider climb up and down through the chimney? I mean, ho, 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 bitches. (laughs) (laughs) Santa's coming for you. So I guess, I mean, if we can't see anything, I guess we can go ahead and let them know to come over. Yeah. So we're going to come over. Diego will move over. Red Rover, Red Rover. Let Diego come over. It's kind of big. I was going to say, he's gigantic, so I'm not I'm not putting my arm out for that one. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you're all gathered outside this this long building. You... Diego, you're gigantic. Do you want to go first? you want to lead the charge? Um, sure, I can open the door and figure out what's going on. So I will ease on into the doorway, open it. Okay, this door is actually really, really heavy. So I need you to make a strength check to open the door. Hmm, okay. Good thing he's huge. Right. Uh, 24. It it fights a little bit with you, but you're able to open the door. It Come does on, make a lot of, it makes a lot of noise as it opens though. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't sound right. I have to work on that one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Like you open like a screen door. So yeah, <laughs> that was the little tiny like mouse door opened beside it. Yeah, it's a big ass door. I need to work on that. Yeah, I got to work on big doors. <laughs> I don't have big door sound. You got the small that door sound. Big door energy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not that big of a guy. It's just what it is. <laughs> As this door slowly creaks open you see large soot blackened copper vats lining the back wall of this broad open room a cage-like wooden rack built into the adjacent wall holds numerous bolts of cloth their colors now faded and spotted with mold a wide open-faced hearth takes up most of the opposite side of the room next to it a long bench covered with hardened cakes of various colored dyes and powders and salts. You also see six werewolves and they all turn to look at you and snarl and will roll for initiative next week. I got us into puppy trouble. You sure did. Who's got the feather? (laughs) Also, I told you you said Harp is going, I think he said. <laughs> That's true, yeah. Maybe it was a little burn up again. I like it. I love it. I want some more of it. I try so hard, I can't rise above it.